Genesis chapter 18, verses 20 and 21, and chapter 19, verse 13. The Hebrew root behind cry refers to shriek or scream, generally a call for help, and in many cases with the implication of a people oppressed and crying for justice. The prophet Ezekiel confirmed that the rich and powerful people in Sodom crushed the poor. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. And they were haughty, and committed abomination before me. Therefore I took them away as I saw good. Ezekiel chapter 16, verses 49 and 50. The first sin of Sodom was pride, an arrogance that moves us to act as if we were independent from God and to use people for our own pleasure and glory. Second, there was sexual perversion in Sodom. When two angels appearing as men came to town and stayed with Lot, all the men of Sodom, both old and young, surrounded Lot's house and demanded, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Genesis chapter 19, verses 4 and 5. This was no innocent attempt to welcome the newcomers. Lot calls it a wicked act. Verse 7. The Hebrew word no is used as a euphemism for sexual intercourse. Lot's reference to two daughters which have not known a man, that is, who are sexual virgins, verse 8, confirms that no in this context is sexual. Some may object that the men of Sodom sought to rape the visitors, and therefore their sin was not homosexual activity, but the violent abuse of power. Certainly rape was in view here, perhaps as an example of their proud oppression of people. However, the Genesis text has strongly sexual overtones. Later writers saw the sin of Sodom as sexual perversion. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 50 notes that in addition to their proud oppression of others, the people of Sodom were guilty of abomination. Ezekiel did not explain what abomination he had in mind, but the word is closely associated with the metaphor of sexual sin in that chapter. Ezekiel makes much use of the book of Leviticus, and in Leviticus, the only sin specifically named an abomination is male with male sex, as we will see. So it may be that the abomination of Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 50 is Sodom's homosexual sin. Jewish writings outside of the Bible from the 2nd century B.C., such as Jubilees and the Testaments of the Twelve Patriarchs, also identified sexual sin as one of the great offenses of Sodom. It has been argued that Christ did not view Sodom's sin as a matter of sexuality, but a gross violation of the requirements of hospitality to strangers. In reality, the Lord Jesus did not specify the sin of Sodom but only held it up as an example of divine judgment, warning that those cities in Galilee that rejected the gospel would suffer a worse fate. Matthew chapter 10, verses 14 and 15, and chapter 11, verses 23 and 24. We do note, however, that Christ warned that self-righteous religious people will fall under a more severe punishment on Judgment Day than the Sodomites. 
Jude offers divinely inspired New Testament commentary on Sodom that condemns their sexual perversion. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Jude 7. The verb translated giving themselves over to fornication is an intensified form of the standard word for committing sexual immorality. Sodom was guilty not merely of injustice and violence, but sexual sin. Similarly, 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 8 speaks of the filthy conversation of the wicked in Sodom, where filthy refers to sexual licentiousness or shameless sensuality. Jude's phrase, strange flesh, literally other flesh, explains the name.